Steve Mast with Methodify. These guys are just crushing it. They were in my they were the best exhibitors at the event, maybe even at any event I've ever attended. They did a lot of things that were clever. My favorite was they had these little stickers which which basically were fill in the blanks. This blank has been certified by Methodify and they would write in what it was. So like this water cooler or this cup or this microphone or this coffee pot or this person's back or whatever. It was really funny. It created a lot of buzz. I also know it drove my good friend, Matt Gershner and other Green Book pros crazy. But having said that, the entertainment value was huge. Enjoy the episode. I have Steve Mast, uh, the founder and CEO. Uh, one of the founders of Methodify, yes. Methodify, yep, that's right. So we're at IAX in Austin. Absolutely, You yeah. guys have been Exciting. here before. Yes, we have. Yeah, it's the first year we've actually done a full activation, the booth, speaking, all those kinds of things, so. And you've been testing everything according to we the- We've been testing the water coolers, <laughs> the food stations, <laughs> the, uh, yep, everything's been Methodified. <laughs> I love the one, this has been Methodified. You know, that's an interesting kind of, that's a okay so talk well, to me a little bit about that well so where that actually came out of because we actually have the registered uh methodify it so we're not an italian company we're actually born out of canada right but methodify is a global platform right but the methodify it came out of our clients literally saying we want to methodify it or was that piece of creative or was that new product was it methodified Right, so that's where we actually came up with the whole Methodify it. So it was our client. So literally, we're listening to our customers and we're applying what they're saying to our marketing and, and various. Isn't that the best um, like proof of concept? You know, you can have this thing like founder market fit, where it's like you have a personalized need and you recognize it in the marketplace. And you're like, oh, good, I can solve that need. But when the market actually starts changing language around your product uh, and your solution, that that's a that's a nice confirmation. Yeah, I think it was interesting because I don't know what your feeling is, but uh, like we're obviously Methodify is is research automation. Like that's the space it's playing in. But what I think it's interesting is the last couple of years, everybody's been, yeah, we're kicking the tires, we're checking it out, we're trying things, we're piloting programs. This year, I feel a substantial change in that where people are not kicking the tires. Now it's about how and when do we implement this? Where does it fit within the ecosystem of our market research tools, platforms, right? So I think that the whole industry has changed. The other big thing too is, and um, I think you may have talked about it in other episodes as well, is is when you look at the MarTech industry, right? It's very mature, obviously. Uh, but if you look at sort of the research space, now we have this huge rise of research technologies, right? And I think the big thing that has to happen is those two industries have to start to move closer together and start embedding research tech inside of MarTech. So very often we've had some of our clients, if you think of their marketing operations process, right? Instead of it being a, a separate thing over somewhere else where you have research basically living on like a data lake or living on some other knowledge platform, integrating it within the overall process, right? So we've had the most success when the research tech is actually part of the overall marketing process versus living somewhere else. Okay, this, so this is going to be a longer episode than I thought. There's, there's a lot to digest there for sure. The the well it, more my point is this is a really exciting topic so i actually bought uh integratedinsights.com because and it was you know cheap uh because 
and I'll never use the domain, but I bought it because the, I just, I can't get more excited than, except for like with my kids hitting a home run baseball, then, then, um, if we can get insights integrated into the workflows of the large organization, then we become really the enablers of insights, which I believe is the biggest missing piece for brands to ultimately deliver the best product or service to their customers, right? And so it's, a, it's ultimately like, the, as you articulated so perfectly, think about MarTech, AdTech, and Research Tech, right? There's really... I mean, there are nice kind of classifications, but what we've really got to do is say, not just answer on an A-B test, this is bigger than that, but we have to allow the customer to discover the why behind exactly. that so exactly. then they can, make, they, can act, they can make decisions that are moving the needle in the right direction from the customer's point of view and with the understanding of the motivations. Yeah, I think like if you look at some of the work, I think you had Adobe on your program. Yeah, Stacey Walker ago. with Adobe. Mm-hmm. She's fantastic. She's but, pretty good. <laughs> but when I see what Adobe is even doing in some of their technologies, and I think about what we're doing, that's when we start to have to bring those pieces together. Like we actually been working with one of our customers in integrating within their design studios, a Methodify button. So literally while the designer is designing things, they've got to test it as they go through the iterations, right? So, or even in the, in the editing suites, while they're going through an editing, their actual concept or whatever it might be, they actually have the ability to test something within that environment. So it's seamlessly integrated. Are so you I, are you connect? Are you on Twitter very much? Yeah. So I'm super active in on Twitter, and I post at least once a week. I will always I will take the time to screenshot when I see an integrated insight, an application of integrated insights, right, right. and then I post it. This is my post: is is this research? You know, hashtag MRX, hashtag yeah. marketing research, and more often than not, I get pushback from inside of our industry saying, "Mad bullshit." or whatever, right? And then you see these two, I I think these two divergent camps and and we just have to own the fact that everybody can do research now. Right. And what we have to do as researchers is, is protect the integrity of the research and that becomes, now we become largely empowerers at the brand level so that when that, because it's going to happen when it happens that research is being done in the right context with the right framework with the right ultimately the right business insight right to drive the right outcome and to your point the, a designer can't wait a day to methodify that point of view they have to it's got to be in the workflow at right. 2 a.m yeah right it, what's interesting is uh you're touching on another subject around you look at research departments inside of large brands and you know and this is i'm not going to paint everybody with the same brush but many of them have such a huge pr problem internally where you you look at the marketing product groups they're they're going around them at all cost right so they become these gatekeepers that are holding information back from the people that need that information the most so what are they going to do they're going to run around they're going to use tools they're going to write 
you know, poor research instruments. They're going to get leading answers. They're going to get bad data, right? So how do we marry these two things? That's where I think technology is brought together this, this beautiful thing where it's like the researchers can create the instruments for the marketers and the product people and allow them to run as many of these as they want, but in a controlled way where they're actually getting good data. That's the whole idea behind the research automation thing. You're literally black boxing the methodologies, right? So they can't mess with the actual, the way the questions are asked. And that's just even surveying. I mean, there's lots of other ways you can do that as well, because the reality is there are, to your point, everybody is a researcher now. Everybody is a consumer insight specialist, exactly. right? <laughs> Which is not true, but it's true. Oh, it's totally true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like it is. And it's like, to your point, I mean, there's the reason why the researchers needed to have that, you know, their job is to say to the marketer or to the decision maker, that's a bad idea, right? And that's not always the easy thing to do, right? Because you have someone who's super invested in whatever that idea is or that new product, and you've got somebody coming along saying, you know what? The consumer just doesn't like it, right? And on the other side, you have people saying, well, what's the consumer need, right? Or what do they know? So this is, this is the challenge, I think. So I think it's about that iteration. It is about all the buzzwords you hear now about agile and things like that. But the marketers are bought into it. Now it's getting the researchers bought into that as well. Yeah, that's and there's a so I actually wrote on LinkedIn an article, uh, long form article about this exact subject of, you know, where the market research still sits in the seat of power. So it's really interesting. Like I, I like using Lyft as kind of my go to example yep. of this. But, um, you know, they've got a handful of market researchers and they've got almost tenfold on the UX research side. This is not unique, right? You, I see it in every organization. And so the type of projects that both departments are doing are largely the same. Yep. Um, you know, research departments are more of a PhD spin on it, but yep. the other ones are walking like every day in the trenches with the designers that are helping them do get to the consumer's insight, right? So, um, you know, we as an organization, as a department, as a function inside of the organization, you know, really have to understand that it's a it's a it's a role of we have the opportunity to lead the charge of empowerment inside of the organization and you know with that i think this is where tools become really powerful because you know a wiki on how to write a question is not going to get traction but if you embed those that those best practices into the tool set now all of a sudden you know you can create a standardized way of doing x um, asking this type of question or whatever, right, in the right context, applying the right uh, external data into that, you know, so I'm thinking about like, if UX, then I care, or user experience, excuse me, then, or UI, I think a lot about, okay, you know, what part of the app are they interacting with, right, and what is the specific need, and those are important, that's an important context to understand the real implication of the insight. But, but I think you're touching on something where it's, it's the tools and the platforms, and I mean, that's what we're all about but it's a mindset that mm -hmm. has to shift, right? So, totally. and, and that once they get past that idea that um, we're not the gatekeepers, we need to be empowering, to your point, organizations, marketers, decision makers within that, uh, we'll become the hero in this story, to right? Totally. And, and I think the other big thing is, and I don't know if you've seen this as well, but the blurring of these roles, we we're talking about sort of everybody's a, an insight professional, but the blurring between, and if you get a great marketer and a great researcher in the room together that have the same mindset and, and understand their role and own that role, 
man, magic can happen. Totally. Like it's incredible, right? Yeah. So, and you see it in some organizations. Again, that's why I don't want to paint everybody the same brush. I think there's a lot of fabulous organizations doing amazing things. Like some of the banking clients that we work with, it's surprising how forward thinking they are. Yeah, right? for you sure. You think they would be like the last ones to gate. They're actually really forward thinking in what they're doing around research now. Yeah, so my guest today has been Steve Mast. Tell me, how do people get in contact with you guys? Uh, if you go to methodify.it, uh, you can check us out there um, or feel free to email me directly at smast at methodify.it. So it would be wrong if I don't ask you a few questions about the show so far. What do you think about the new layout and, and venue? Um, I, I love Austin. I absolutely love Austin. Um, I'm not sure if I love this location. Uh, feels kind of everything sort of separated in different places. Uh, I don't know if I can say we were at Corks recently. <laughs> I know it's a competitor, yeah, but, yeah, of course. but it was all in one building, right? And I mean, I didn't love location in Chicago where it was way down on the pier, but you're in one building, one location. Uh, so it was kind of easy to get to everything. Now, I mean, for us personally, it's hard to miss us, right? Like we got the big orange display down there. Yeah, you guys um, went all in on the location. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you've got the live video yeah, which interviews. Yeah, great. And which that's a great, great... I mean, so he does... I forgot his name. Saul. Saul does a great job on the post-production. I don't know if he does the production, yep, but... he does. Yeah, 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 I mean, you guys have a... I mean, looking forward to the... Yeah. Uh, well, to the highlight reel that he puts together. Last year, we didn't have any activation, but Saul was walking around yeah. and just interviewing people, right? right? And uh, what was amazing about that, we had clients, Coke was one of them, contact us because they loved the video so much that they wanted to use it for their own purposes internally, <laughs> right? And we're like, absolutely. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take that Methodify off the logo. <laughs> Steve Mass, Methodify, look them up, information's in the show notes. Thanks for joining me, sir. Great, thank you. 